they, and they come out of the of the restroom and then like some woman passes me by and goes in the other one and then there's like a younger girl kind of putting lipstick on in front of the mirror and uh and, and then and then I'm like kind of washing his hand her hands and I remember thinking like kind of refreshing to be in these in this family restroom where no one really gives a shit you know there's women using the washrooms like this is no big deal he's in the women's that's yes the and then i'm like i'm in the fucking women's room you are now listening to good bad or bullshit Welcome to the Good Batter Bullshit Podcast. This is where we do random topics, have an unrehearsed conversation about that topic, and then we provide a quality review on that topic. My name is Mike Hodgins. I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with, of course, Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. You're grumpy today. Konnichiwa. I'm not grumpy. I'm grumpy before the show, getting the show started. Now I'm in a good mood. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Very excited to be on an actual podcast instead of before a podcast. Justifiably grumpy, maybe. Justifiably. (laughs) And uh, the justifiably chipper Crofton. Deers. Hello, Crofton. It's Friday night, baby. Special edition of GBB. Woo! Good time to be chipper, Bo. Hey? Hey? Mm-hmm. He's chipper now, everyone. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> All chipper. Not great, actually. I'm fine. Everything's good. I just... Uh... No? I'm not grumpy at all. You know what I'm the problem is? I'm in a totally good you know, mood. You know what the problem is? Is is there's not enough time in the day. There isn't enough time in the day to do all the things I want. Sometimes... And this is coming from a guy who doesn't sleep some days. No kidding. So, so yeah. It's just... I'm I'm a little frustrated with the concept of time right now and the way we schedule lives. We did a show about... Did we, did we do a show about the work week? Or do we, we talk should. about daylight savings time? Like, we've talked about 40 hours of work at a job being ridiculous, and that's the standard of behavior, right? Like, you're not gainfully employed unless you're working 40 hours a week. I mean, let's face it, yeah. for the most part. It's dumb. I heard this thing recently, and I've heard, heard this somewhere before, but it was stated more recently, and so baboons, we're, closely, we're fairly closely related to baboons. baboons. You are. Uh, I am. Yeah, I am. I don't know what you're closely related to. But uh, uh, a baboon and ba- baboon society, they spend about, listen to this, three hours a day getting all the calories they need. So that's it. They're, they're fed. You know, now they don't require whatever shelter or three hours a day is what, is what they work at. And then they apparently they have complex social structures because they have the rest of their time to just interact with each other. But I'm like, where did we go wrong? The baboons only work three hours a day and they're all good. And we're here we are like, oh, if you want to get ahead. Be a lawyer, eighty hours a week. That's it, and then you just die. Sucks. Mm. Bad yeah. baboons masturbate a lot. <laughs> well, no, they probably have sex a lot. Often, humans masturbate a lot because there's no time for sex. <laughs> it's more efficient. <laughs> it's true. It is. There's time for ma- there's time for masturbating, but not for sex. I'd like just no. like to point out, I don't last any longer or shorter, whether it's my hand or with the partner. Yeah, but with a partner, you have to have you have to establish a relationship with that person. Uh, you probably Ugh. have to go on like a date first, unless it's Ugh. like just a, you got to wine them and dine for them. services. You got to wine them and dine them. You know, get in the mood, all that sort of stuff. There's work. Yeah. I've, sure. I've, I've done I've done this stuff before, and you're right. That's probably why I'm not doing it right now. Yeah, Although, you got no time for it. 
It could yep, be no that Bo Watson dines his right hand. I don't know. So no. actually, you know, it's funny because we just figured out the solution to Bo's problem. We need to move him to a baboon commune. <laughs> Leave him there. He's going to be like, man, there's so much time in the day. I, I, he's like, all I do is have sex with baboons. I'm trusting that what you're saying about baboons is true because I have no way of checking this, by the way. <laughs> I just assume you got it right and you didn't get that from a... Yeah, that's right. I heard it on the Sam Harris podcast. He's a smart guy. Is he, he now? <laughs> Bo would be getting on with the baboons. He, and then at one point after his three hours of getting fed, which is about how long Bo takes to put together a meal anyway, mm-hmm. he, says, he, says to the, he says to the baboons, he's like, so uh, anyone got the Wi-Fi password? Where do you guys play Heroes of the Storm? Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> 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 like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Bo's like, oh, well. From 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 the sounds of it, it sounds like Hilarious. they'd be hardcore trolls because that's uh it's kind of what they do the baboons because hmm. the guy said they they spend three hours a day getting their calories and the rest of the time making each other miserable because that's just like hey that sounds like how we put together this show we spend three <laughs> three hours doing the lead up to a random topic and then like the rest of the time making each other miserable talking about it. Well, speaking of making each other miserable, let's get to a random topic. All right, we well, start... you're in control of it, Mike, whenever you're ready. Okay, pull the Well, don't here. tease us. Just pull it. Okay, I thought you were going to do that. <laughs> Takes a shorter amount of time because he's doing it himself. <laughs> right, not with a partner. Oh, <laughs> sometimes I see that. I'm like, what does this mean? Uh, the topic is psychology? Question mark. Well, I'm saying it as a question mark because I'm like, eh, do we mean as a field of study or like? Yeah, as a discipline, right? Like you have, I don't know, physics, you have chemistry. One might say, why are we studying physics? It's so stupid. I mean, that guy would be an idiot, right? Like, I don't know if physics will come up, but psychology or is that that it's a it's a field of study right i always feel like if you meet a neutral <laughs> this is going to sound weird but if you meet someone who i who's like a neutral person okay i know it's weird already mm-hmm. and then you say what are you taking in university i feel like the answer is psychology right people who don't like, know what they like want to the, major in neutral. take psychology and then tell you that they took it because they knew what they were taking, but most of most they don't. In my ex, my experience, I have a question, it's, and it's a it's a question that everybody asks, and I'm sure I've had it explained to me a zillion times, but I cannot remember off the top of my head, and therefore most of the listeners probably I, I, can't. I know the either. answer already, but go ahead. What's the difference between psychology and psychiatry? The answer is that a psychiatrist is a medical doctor. Okay. That's basically the answer. They still deal with the same stuff, but one of them can prescribe no. medications because they're a medical doctor. So if you're a psychiatrist, you go to medical school, and then after you do your residency, you go into psychiatry. So No, you... What, what you mean to ask is what's the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist, because there's a psychologist. Well, but and no, that's but what I mean. Be, yeah. Yeah. And Mike is right. Answer. One is a doctor who works to cure people, and one is like... A scientist who studies the mind. No, no, but see, that's not that's not accurate because I have friends who, in you know, a lot of psychologists are like you'd say like therapists or 
things like that where you can go to, and I have friends who work in this field, but they're not psychiatrists. And a psychiatrist can prescribe like Xantax or something, but a psychologist cannot. That's the I, main difference. If I so if you to go to a psychiatrist, they can be like, here's some Valium uh, or here's some lithium for your mental health issue. But anyone who's like a psychologist might be like, I can talk therapy you and we can talk about your past and I understand your social your your problems uh, and can give you a you know exercises you can do to help you but they can't give you drugs that's the main difference would they then would they then refer you like at one point would they be like oh you need drugs so I'm going to refer you to the other one I think probably like if you're if you're like you know severely I, I don't know which drugs go with what but if say you're like paranoid schizophrenic and you need to be on I don't know is it lithium for that I'm not sure uh I know they do that for manic depressives too, or lithium as well. But it's like, yeah, I think then you need to see a psychiatrist, someone who can prescribe a drug. Or you could even go to your family doctor because they, they sometimes prescribe that stuff for you too. Yeah. Okay. So like therapists and like Hannibal Lecter in the show Hannibal or uh, I mean – like when when you're sitting down and the person's sitting there with the notepad, tell me about your childhood, Tony Soprano, all that. Like, who's who is that? That's the that's the psychologist. Ther- therapist is but a psychologist. They, they they both. We don't know <laughs> unless you want to go look it up. We don't. <laughs> Mike is trying his best, but I can tell he doesn't know exactly. And, I, well, I was going to say it and, could be a crackpot. Like, I mean, if you're just talking therapy, you could go – your priest could be a therapist, no, right? The point is they both deal with psychology. Yeah, right. I think they do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. It's, prob- it's health health of the mind, you know? Well, it's the so, science of the mind, isn't okay. it? So is one of them – okay, so like one of them – you know the, the 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 concept that we have of like going and it's like tell me about your childhood. How did that make you feel? You know, like those that those that line of questioning where somebody essentially becomes like an active, uh, you know, a list an active listener and that sort of thing and and prompts you and, and gets you to share your share your emotions and all that and and, and uh, helps you work work through them. Does if that's the psychologist, does that is the um the uh that could also one, be the psychiatrist though well is the psychiatrist trained in that field or is the yeah. psychiatrist's purpose to die like to have you to diagnose you and then be like here's drugs but i think it's like one's called like talk therapy i think is still a thing that is is helpful and useful and i think they'll both use it i just know a psychologist can't prescribe uh drugs okay because they don't have an drew- we drew psychology, so that's like yeah, psych. But I mean, they're clearly sort of related, and maybe it's like psychology. It's more like uh, instead of like psychological problems, it's more like the study of. I think Bo was getting at this a little bit. The study of you know, it's anology, like biology anology. and theology. It's psychology. It the theology part is like the science. It's this thing. Science. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> study it's just, of, just a study you know. of kind of like how, why you know how people are the way they are, and this, and that can be in a general sense. Uh, like uh, what is this thing? The DSM. You guys ever hear this thing? It's like a giant catalog book where it talks about all kinds of mental health. I only ever hear about it on one of your favorites and my favorite podcast stuff. You should know. They yeah, talk about I think the, they mentioned DS four or DM five. 
Yeah, they keep updating it. It has different, like, has psychological, uh, you know, known mental health issues. And, 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 you know, if you're a psychopath, it'll be listed in there and what the things are or uh, various other yeah, types bo. of psychological, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm a baboonist, um, apparently. Yeah, it's like this, I, I guess is it just the study of, you know, so what type, what how your mind works, what type of person you are. So in terms of like, okay, thinking about you know good things or whatever that would that would be helpful. Who would be like, you know, de- depression is becoming a, um, a a thing that I think was previously uh, hidden and in, 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 or sh- shamed or people didn't talk about it is becoming more and more understood. People are are diagnosed as depressed or. Eh, uh, and yes, sometimes they're they're medicated, or sometimes you know they're they're helped to work through. But so so, who would have like would psychology have been the field that that shed more light on the concept of depression and and that sort of thing? Would would psychologists be the ones that that are like, okay, no, this is a real issue that that we need to you know help people identify and help them work through. Who is it? Who? What field would have been the field that like would have made it ad, ad, the advances that we've seen in the past few years in terms of understanding depression. Like, I think you're probably like, like in what you're maybe getting out with the, I think it's probably like psychology and the academic, you know, research that is done in psychology probably sheds a lot of light on that stuff. I think I would think, but again, I don't know. Some of the stuff is so intertwined with, 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 you know, medical stuff too. So yeah. And see, I don't this know. Is- that's the thing, because like I think what what Bo said earlier about like you know you pick or, or maybe it was you who picked Joe Blow student and that they're studying psychology or whatever and it's like maybe not having a fully underst- uh, understanding of what they're doing or maybe just going to that because oh I like to understand what makes people tick or whatever uh, and and there's a lot of like you know it's good bad or bullshit there's a lot of bullshit around the way that we perceive especially a lot of you know a lot of these therapists i know there's a caricature of like ther- therapists often in in pop culture um uh, one that the, the the one that jumps to mind is the uh, michael's therapist in um in, in grand theft auto 5 where uh, where the whole concept is that he's just like telling him platitudes listening to him enabling his bad behavior and then sending him his bill because he realizes as this guy continues to have issues he's going to continue to be able to charge him per hour to have him come in to you know like and the therapist has a really nice car and a really fancy you know and all that sort of stuff um and so like i think i think there's a fair amount of cynicism towards like therapy yeah in general um and i'm not sure how much that's necessarily warranted but i think when you start talking about the brain uh or or behavior or how people are the way they are it's not like it's not like when you cut somebody open very often and 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 see like arteries and see how how people tick physically and you're like okay this person's gushing blood so i need to fix this it's it's much more like emotions soft fuzzy stuff and because of that um i think it's easy to say that it's not important or or to to demean it or to or you know and and i feel there's a healthy amount of that in society yeah i mean um there there is but i i think it's one of those things of like it's just 
at base, I guess, trying to understand, the, even if it's just classification of stuff of like, and I think a lot of it is that, and again, come back to that DSM thing, where it's just like, you look at trends in behavior, and you know, if someone is like, uh, obsessive compulsive or have tendencies on that. Like, I mean, if there's one thing about the, like the mind and the way people are, it's that there's not one thing, right? No one's like this. And, uh, you can't, you're not just, you, everyone has a little bit of a hundred different things in them. So you can have like OCD tendencies or something like that, but not be uh, clinically. And I guess that's where it gets to like the psych psychiatric stuff. Uh, obsessive compulsive but you might have psychological tendencies like that or and, and there's any number of them depressive tendencies but you might not be clinically depressed and all this kinds of stuff and i tend to think of psychology as probably has spent a lot of time teasing what these things apart into the different things like are you manic depressive are you did you suffer from some kind of trauma of post-traumatic stress disorder uh uh anxiety or all this type of stuff because they're different, right? And I think we all, most people have some degree of some kind of this stuff, neuroticism, whatever it is, there's like tons of this stuff. <clears throat> and they all go into making up like who who you are. And in some ways, it makes me wonder, it's like, is anybody like a well-balanced person? <laughs> you know, it's like, does everyone have some degree of, uh, you know, psychological issue somewhere? And I feel like probably... To, to some small amount everybody does in psychology i just wonder if it's just like it's just trying to classify and understand this stuff but it's a social science so it all is a little bit muddy and because it's not so easily definable it's not you can just say like oh bo is like he's he's a paranoid schizophrenic period it's like he may suffer from paranoid schizophrenia and be a bunch of other stuff you know it's like and he probably doesn't suffer from paranoid schizophrenia. Like, you know, it, I think it's just like you find these things and then if someone has a problem or they think they're they're suffering someone, you can go to someone like a psychologist, a therapist or a psychiatrist and be like, I'm feeling sad all the time. And they might ask you questions and uh, and and then they might get something like, oh, yeah, you, you, they ask you questions, and then you, and then they find out that, like, oh, you have periods every couple of months where you feel really happy and energetic, and then they might be like, oh, okay, well, maybe you're manic, de you're manic depressive, and here are strategies to, uh, to help you cope if you're finding it difficult to get through the day, or here's, if you're a psychiatrist, here's a drug that might help you cope, or go to your family doctor, they'll give you this drug, or uh, whatever. Um, and in that sense, I'm like, well, it can't be bad because there's a lot of people with a lot of problems out there. You know, I'm like, I, I've suffered from anxiety in my life and I never uh, sought any help for it. But I might have might have helped me when I was younger if I had of, you know, it's it'd be funny if there if it was really easy. And like there was like a psychologist invented. I think of like that thing Egon uses in Ghostbusters to detect ectoplasm or whatever. And it, and, and you put it over a person and then it, it, it either goes like like green, yellow or red in terms of their amount of mental issues. And they, they put it over Mike and it's it's like it's like it's a like green, but like, you know, flirting with the yellow. And then it goes to me. It's perfectly green, obviously. They, it, and then it. Then it goes over to Bo and it just goes – it goes right to the red and all the signs go – and the psychologist is like, hmm, um, sir, 
please take my car and give me a call. Uh, you look like you could need it, uh, perhaps to talk family issues. Um, it's, funny, it's, it's funny that Crofton was saying has perfect uh, perfect mental health state. It made me think of a term I've heard before where people have, suffer from a Peter Pan syndrome, whereas like they don't want to grow up and want to keep hold on to their childhood forever. And I'm like, eh, I can see Crofton having a bit of the Peter Pan thing going on. Oh, I guess so. But are those people happy? I don't know. But are they delusional? Because de- being delusional is also a psychological disorder. Uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. Bo. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's so, delusional. Hang on. All right. You've had a lot of chance to talk now. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting it. Because um, since we've just gone from the beginning of the topic that we've pulled, seem to talk about the excesses of of psychology you know what are conditions what are you know who's a schizophrenic and who's bipolar and and the first thing that came to my mind when we pulled the topic was i don't care i'm not really interested as much in the extremes the things that we the behaviors that we codify into disorders but more that it's the study of psychology and we all have it and what do normals have that you know one of the, one of the things I remember uh, hearing about, in, with, as it relates to psychology, is the Oedipal complex. And that Oedipus. isn't that the theory. Oedipus. I'm going to get bungle this, but that you know we all want to kill her dad, and have sex with her mom, and there's these like oral and anal stages and stuff like that. And 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 you go through this. <laughs> you probably are bungling. I'm bungling it, but you know you have an oral f- stage of your life where you're or, or orally fixated, where you put things in your mouth as a child. Like, and these are these are concepts that are born out of the study of the mind, <clears throat> and they're not disorders. In fact, they're considered, I think, quite normal de- developmental stages. And it's hard to listen to that. I see both of your faces react to the things I'm saying. And says sounds like a bunch of hooey, but is it hooey? And like well, I'm pretty yeah. undecided on that because it's not as though I spent any time studying it or reading previous studies, except for maybe a book on fairy tales by a, a psychologist that, that uses of enchantment by Bruno Bruno Bettelheim, which I think a lot of people have read. I think it's pretty widely known work. Um, that oh, and I might have read. A Carl Jung book maybe too at one point but I don't know that stuff's like dated right like we're still doing work on stuff so who knows and I'm not remembering it that well but the point is it's like psychology is the study of us study of us normals and what makes us you know want to eat for three hours then masturbate the rest of the day (laughs) and (laughs) and I don't know like what are your experiences with you know things like the id and the ego and the super ego right the id is your impulsive part of your mind and the ego is the one that is control keeps that in check so but, that, but you know. see, like i want to kind of because i think you actually touched on some interesting points and i'd like to back it sure. up a little bit okay yeah. and and uh, in, in the sense that, that this like so many things is something that's built up over time so you've clearly i think all that id ego super ego i think that's all freud yeah and it's like clearly freud has like deep roots in psychology and carl jung as well and then and then you'll hear modern stuff where people will be like, oh, Freud is out or like, you know, and this is probably going back to like the 1970s. There was long periods where people were like into Freud and it was like everything was about your childhood and sex and and stuff like that. And then 
you know, and now that's come out of favor. And then it just makes you wonder. It's so like, so if you're like Sigmund Freud and you're like, hmm, I'm interested in why people are the way they are. And then you're like, you just think about it and you're like, well, I think, I think there's an id and an ego and a super ego. And it's like, did he, is he just, did he just make up those things? I mean, mm-hmm. they're terms that describe stuff and, and maybe they're vaguely accurate. And same with anyone else in psychology. And <clears throat> the big counter thing I just want to throw out again to you guys to think about this too, uh, is, uh, is it, is it, is it all of that just bullshit? So in the sense that like Sigmund Freud or Carl Jung or whatever said like, oh yeah, okay, you have an ego and a superego and blah, blah, blah. And then maybe modern neuroscience, which is not say the same as psychology, where it's hard science of like, maybe like how, how brains actually work. Uh, what are the what are the genetic predispositions which make your brain or body work in X way, and are there predictable outcomes to behavior based on that? So what I'm saying, I guess, is is will hard science uh, just destroy psychology at some point? Well, I guess there's a there's neuroscience, which is the study of the mind, like the the, the, well, the, of the, the brain, the brain, right, like the actual brain. But, like, the people we are are codified somehow. We don't fully understand, I believe, how the brain works. But I feel like we understand how our brain works fully. We'll also understand psychology, like, to a statistical well, kind, degree. Right? Well, kind of, but but it might just debunk psychology, right? Like, right. it might be like, yeah. like, I heard this thing, and I've heard it in a couple different places, uh, which <laughs> this is just one example that, that puts it into perspective. So they've done studies where um you can ask people say political questions because psychology is so broad to be like why are some people like conservative and why are some people liberal right and and that's all psychology too you know there's stuff in there about fear and security there's all kinds of stuff related to it but they've done studies where they've asked people say political questions to kind of determine where you'd fall on a political spectrum in testing okay and then uh say they'll do that in in a room with like a bunch of people and they'll get like a spectrum of results, whatever. And then, and then they do that in the room and then the room is filled with scents, which are pleasant floral scents, scents you like, and people become more liberal. And when the scents in the room are like disgusting scents, it, people skew way more conservative when asked questions about capital punishment they're way more likely to want to see someone hang like mm. so these are things you can do to people to manipulate how they answer questions and i also heard this re- so i read a book that was about kind of about this stuff and i heard the podcast recently again sam harris podcast i've been into a little bit and the, and the question there was like is there such a thing as free will and him and the other guy on the show were basically like no there, there is no free will and this kind of almost makes you think of psychology that if there's no free will and you're just a meat computer that is always fed different kinds of stuff and will react in ways that we can predict fully once we understand how the brain actually operates and what genetic uh, predispositions make your brain operate in X way that we can completely understand. And that all psychology is just nonsense because it's just like, well, Sigmund Freud said there's an ego. Okay, well, what does that mean? Is that anything? And now we might say like, well, that's actually this part of your brain doing this thing. And he, he called it that, but it, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's not based point, on anything someone... except like his poetic ideas, right? Like I mean, when you talk, just when you describe the experiment, that seems based on, you know, science based on repetitive, uh, well, it's replicable, rec- replicable observation. 
I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to think of where this, you know, when people talk about id and ego, they just assume it's right. I've never heard once, even in literature I've read, regarding Freud, like saying Freud said this and Freud said that, so that applies in this situation. And I'm like, like, we just take people's word for it. And I'm like, uh, neuroscience seems like the study of the mind. What is psychology? <laughs> you know? And it's like... Well, eh. it's social science. And you remember the other... Not too long ago, I was kind of crapping on social science yeah. as a general thing. It is ideas, and that's interesting. And it's always good to have theories about things. But, I mean, it's just kind of at some point people sort of like observing something and making a guess about something. And, you know... Crofton, you were going to say something there. Well, I was was just going to say that, like, I mean, getting back to what we do here on this show is we determine if something is good, bad, or bullshit. I, while I recognize that even a social science is is something that is, um, you know, a social science and even hard sciences like paleontology or 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 sciences like that, any science really, they discover more things as they go along. They move, they adapt, they change ideas as new evidence presents itself. And that sort of thing, like so, the fact that that yeah, at one point another type of science may completely replace psychology, and uh, you know that may be possible. But as it stands now, is it good, bad, or bullshit? And for me, it's like the concept of like you know people listening to people or trying to understand people better, trying to you know, a lot of folks are fairly selfish by nature and like there's a lot of people that have ser- very serious issues everything from like uh bipolar to um to uh depression and stuff and and to have somewhere to go in which they can deal with these issues or or someone that, that you know that that has spent a lot of time looking at people with similar issues um and helping them that to me seems like a positive the thing that i always you know like i worry about is stuff like when you you see these situations where um where kids have like are are routinely diagnosed with adhd or whatever uh and and, and then drugged right like yeah that's uh, or, interesting or give, example give it given a see that thing in terms of like thinking something that i think might be a negative that would be something that I would think maybe be negative, but that seems to be psychiatry and not psychology, where psychology seems to be much more like, you know, talking and working with people uh, and, and listening to them, which to me seems more of more of a, less. I'm, I don't want to say more of a positive thing, but like the margin of error, like unless you're giving them toxic advice or toxic, you know, like, then, then the di- it seems like the benefit versus damage of having somebody listen to you and work with you it seems much more skews to the positive. It's that the, the ADHD one is a super interesting example, I think, and it's and it almost comes to like it's it's so so the, so the treatment might be like toxic, and I don't mean that like with pharmaceuticals that physically toxic, but that it's you know we don't want to drug children that's a bad practice to do but in some ways i'm like they're the same psychology and psychiatry in the sense that the presumption might be the same which is to say children who don't want to sit down at school for hours and listen to a teacher quietly there's something wrong with them that's a that's a that's an assumption or a presumption that might be shared by psychologists and psychiatrists if it's something to be like, well, ADHD is a thing and that we agree with, as opposed to being like, well, maybe your society's effed up and some people just have a lot of don't like to sit still and it's not necessarily wrong. Uh, 
And then I, I guess where those two things, psychiatry and psychology, differ are the methods in which they try to achieve um, relief from the problem. So it's like if your kid, if you think your kid's got ADHD, if you're a psychiatrist, you might be here's some Ritalin or some Adderall, whatever. And then, okay, problem solved. Uh, and then if you're a psychologist, you might say, okay, we're going we're gonna to go into like some detailed uh, talk therapy, give this kid like uh, mindfulness meditation exercises and um, breathing exercises to do when they feel they're losing control. And again, maybe now you, you've, you've achieved uh, some relief from the problem. But again, then it's one of those things where it's like, but, you know, is, is it a, is that a, is it a problem? And some of these things, it's like if they have shared assumptions, which are maybe incorrect, or like <clears throat> depression in some ways is also kind of an interesting one where it's like it really does seem focused on uh, the self. Like it's a – I don't want to say it like it's a failure of uh, of an individual to be like, oh, you're depressed. And then sometimes you want to be like, well, like sometimes I feel like people have legit reasons to be depressed and they're not like them. They might be like, well, maybe their life sucks you know, and and that's I think legit, and it, but it's harder to deal with. You know, to be like some people but, are just. But I think that's been that's been fairly debunked. The the fact that like the yes. the fact that it's not depression isn't just like your life sucks. You can have a fantastic life and be very depressed. Yes, well, there, well, for sure there are levels of like clinical depression where it doesn't matter what you're doing, you will be just unable to function from sadness. But I think there are. I mean, there's a whole sliding scale of where you are on any of these things, right? And I think sometimes it might be like some of these, like there. I, I guess the thing is, are all these things treatable with with either drugs or talk therapy, or are some of them again problems of society? You know, and how much are we just like like saying like these are all psychological conditions that if you're not like happy and content in the current world, uh, you have a psychological problem. Uh, it might be okay to be like, well, no, maybe, maybe the maybe the world's not right. Maybe if you'd lived eight thousand years ago, no one would have thought anything weird about you. I'm just saying, like, again, yeah, I, I, but I, I get that. I totally get that. However, we do live in a certain society. It's it, it, and and to a certain extent, it's like, you know, what works in this society, and there is some rule rule bending. But if somebody is like, you know, like I like killing people like i have a bloodlust or an urge to kill and it's like a mental like homicidal thing and then in the middle ages that would have been fine because you could go around killing you know people in battle or whatever and now you you know you can't do that anymore well guess what as part of society you know you need to be treated in some way um not just like locked up and thrown away the key there's got to be ways to you know to to sort of help help the person and i i get that that's a huge extreme example compared to like 80 with a child and stuff like that but at the same point it's like we live in a society we all got to get along together and like if somebody if somebody's having really huge issues that are caught throwing those issues at the foot of society um you know is is is, is tricky is is tricky and it and it's not an easy so like that's not an easy solution because you're not going to change or it's very doubtful you're going to change all of society or the but, root of society. Yeah, and, that, and that's sort of my, I guess that's sort of my main point is to be like, it's hard to be like, it, it's it's hard to say like, oh, let's try to make the world better so more people are happy. 
uh, that's hard and prob and impossible. Like I teach. Well, it might make of- it make might make those people happy who were miserable, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of people that are unhappy because they like it the other way, right? Or, but, but yeah, but I mean, like, or maybe not. Like maybe if you change the world, you'd have large swaths of people more happy, and a small minority who's used to just being like in control of everything. Oh, I used to have this. I'm just saying it's like it again Maybe, it's but, easy, it but, but my po- my point being that it's it's easy to say like one's an easy solution one's a hard solution but I'm in this sense more interested like what's the correct solution you know because one's either right or wrong it's easy to be like take a drug you'll feel better or talk to this person enough and look talking with anyone will eventually make you feel a little bit better when you can express yourself whatever it is uh feels good to talk to people we don't do enough of it in society uh, so if you go to talk therapy with for even if you're a healthy person, you'll probably feel good about it. You know, um, the point being is to say, like, there's a problem with you. Do this thing and you'll feel better is is easy in the sense easier than being like, well, what's wrong with our world? That's hard. Very hard. Insurmountable, probably. But I mean, is that the whole, is that what psychology is doing? Just give, trying to get people to cope with the world and potentially incorrect. Right curious like, about like i wonder what's the truth you know well i think people yeah, are helped oh, through psychology like i i think see when i think about it cause i'm like i kind of want to bash you know psychology or the study of the mind in a way is like kind of hokum like you know uh, fiction is a study of psychology right stories about people and the writers have to think about how would people react and what it is that motivate them and i think any good creator of dramatic fiction you know reflects what what people are like and so psychology is just well we're not fictionalizing it we're actually studying people and i think through that study methods are developed to help the individual cope with the world and and i know people who have been helped by it personally and and so so i can't like discount that aspect of it that like whether or not it's based on hokum and i think probably there's an earnestness to a lot of people who study this stuff wrong or no and that it helps people it probably like tilts it on the good side for me but what's interesting about that is you could make that exact same argument for organized religion to yeah. be like well yeah, the, there's there's been a lot of good that's come out of religion it's made a lot of people happy it's given a billions of people meaning in their life every day and and giving them the tools to cope with the world that's founded on fiction at least there's... well that's what i'm saying is psychology could be too sigmund freud said you have an ego and an id but it's based on there's some you... study like, religion's there's some led study. to lot, lots of bloodshed and wars and stuff like that as psychology like at least the premise of psychology is that we're going to study and come up with some answers it's not the premise. There's, like we're going to study the Bible and come up with the answers. I guess. Well, all <laughs> like, I'm saying, is, I think you, you know, understood my point, though. I, I did, and and for sure, like that's why I'm sort of leading to like it's the best answer we have for now. But like when we're able to look, if someone can say a computer works because it has an id and an ego, and then I can explain to it, well, actually, there's a CPU and instructions are passed into the CPU but they're held in the RAM for a while when they're not actively being computated. Like I know how everything functions in a computer that I can explain it and debunk any sort of weird notions that's coming. That has to be coming for the human mind. I think it's really hard for us to study, but like yeah. that's neuroscience is that effort. And that, I think that it, once we know how a computer works, 
then you know we'll be like, oh, schizophrenia has to do with the fact that there's uh, red cells yeah. in this part but of the that, brain. You know, like that eliminates all spirituality altogether. You're saying that at one point, like the 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 study of the brain and all that will debunk any sort of concept of the soul or or uh you know like personal uh i feel you hasn't know, it already <laughs> self no i don't <laughs> sure. no, I, I, I think I so think, i don't think it is i don't think that like i i have seen no evidence that shows that pe- people are all function uh um, the same way in that regard, like in terms of what gives themselves. And I think what to 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 counter Mike's point about religion, I don't think psychology uh, religion presents you with all the answers. That's what it does. It says these are the answers. This is what you need to believe. You believe this all as well. I don't. I don't think psych- psychology is about listening to the person or and talking talking to the person and and yes there's there's fields of study and there's growing belief uh, belief of different different things based on different teachings but at this at the same point it's like it seems like a field in motion, something that grows. People learn more. They're not like there might be some diehards that are married to certain concepts or certain ideas, but really, it's it, it's something that it, that is growing with the with the aid of like helping individuals that have problems in a customized way, like listening to them voice their their concerns and 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 you know maybe it's as easy as them getting it off their chest. I just see it as much more like I don't I don't see it as is is creating mass conflict like something like religion does i don't want to get bogged down in the 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 religion thing too much but like but but uh so i have a hard time with like the 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 negatives what i do get is the bullshittery like and, and the the possibility of being like being like you know oh you see these you see these offshoots you know these these like um and I, I know it's not necessarily the same thing, but you know those. Have you guys seen those? Like, uh, what are they? I don't know if they're motivational videos. Like the the is it the ring or the the like? There's there's these there's these well known sort of like I guess well help movement gospels. Yeah, self help and all that sort of yeah, thing. That's a lot of hokum in there too. Yeah, likely, but is that not a spin-off of like psychology? Like I don't see the negatives aside from making some shyster some money as much, like but but at the same time it it feels like it feels like a lot of bullshittery in there. Well, it, it's funny that you saw some of the negatives. I've also heard some stories like there used to be a thing in um I guess you'd call it like in psychology where people would do like uh like um hypnotism was used a lot. I think still is sometimes. And you'd get people to go back and try to find early traumas, childhood traumas, right? Uh, maybe suppressed memories of trauma and going back. And, but the thing is, I think that's been largely debunked isn't the exact thing. But to be like, there have been cases where people have, you know, claimed things happened to them where then someone would be like, but did this happen? Because hypnotism or the, or your deep memory, I think at this point we know is like, it's not really reality. Like, it's not the truth. Like, you, memories you have from childhood might be, like, shadows of what happened. Uh, but apparently, like, you can implant – memories can be implanted in people where, like, being under hypnosis is, like, subjective uh, – You can it's highly suggestive state. The point being is, like, sometimes psychology can lead people to, to think things about themselves which may not be true in, in looking for an answer. 
And I mean, I just wanted to come back a little bit to the religion thing because, like, I agree with your point. And it's not like religion in the sense it's it's not dogmatic, and in the sense that it is like a science in that it should evolve, and as new information comes to light, it will change and adapt to that. But I also think, to be fair to religion, I don't think it was. It is just simply here's answers. Period. I think it was a legitimate attempt to try to understand things. It was just through a religious lens to be like if someone it was quote-unquote crazy it might be like oh why are they crazy they're probably possessed by a demon and to be like well this is our understanding of the world so demons cause insanity and like let's try to do an exorcism or whatever it is um or you're depressed and being like this is a challenge god has set for you uh and you can overcome it and and you can find strength in the scriptures like i think there is a therapeutic element to religion where it is actually trying to help people um, just with a different lens, one's of one one of theology, and I think psychology. It's like, it's 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 a period of scientific thinking about this stuff. But I keep thinking, what is what are its origins, and are they rooted in like hard science or just someone's kind of like best guesses at the time? There's nothing um, tangible about this particular science. It's got to be strictly behavior based, right? Like, you know, in chemistry, you can pick up a pile of mineral and evaluate what it is or you know physics it's energy which you can't touch but does have a physical presence you know there's a manifestation there but like psychology when you talk about memories it's like can you pluck a memory out of someone's head and you know give it a shake or put it in a canister it's like eh. it's 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 really based on secondary observation like the idea that we have a subconscious is that a real thing you know that we have rep- thoughts that are so deeply repressed that we don't even know what like there's things you repress like you know about yourself like you stole something in fourth grade but you're so ashamed of it you don't tell anyone you wear that mask for the rest of your life but you know that's there but they're subconscious is the idea that there's stuff that you desire that you fear that you don't even know because it's repressed so deep down it's in the subconscious and <laughs> it's in this area underneath your conscious like and so does it exist if i never see it is that a real thing because that's also another idea of psychology but where did it come from? I don't know. Doesn't it sound like... And I guess, you know, sometimes it's like, does it even... You know, and this comes back to, like, does it... Wait. Does it even matter, I guess, if it's the truth? Like, if if psychology uh, helps people, and and if, if all it's doing is just classifying stuff, but that helps us better get at what might help a person in distress or in trouble... Well, who cares if it's true or not? I mean, that again, that's the same argument for religion. Is it maybe if maybe if it helps people, then who cares if it's right? If if it's has a greater good, uh, I mean, I'm always person who's like, but I'm always interested in like, but what's true? Uh, but sometimes I know that that doesn't necessarily matter. If what you're trying to do is like live in the society we're in now, deal with how people are, uh, help them, and if those things are effective. And if you use, you know, things that Sigmund Freud thought of, but they worked, and he did, you know, a lot of therapy with people, and if it started, it was effective here and there, well, okay, great. Mm. You know, it might be like, we don't know why, or we don't understand why, but if it works, well, then just keep at it, you know? So do you think there's a subconscious? Well, I don't know, but I mean, lately I've been doing a lot of, I've thought about this a lot, and I... I've done some listening to podcasts and some reading about it, but it's like, people don't understand what consciousness is 
You know, it's always it's still referred to. Some people think this is BS, but it's still referred to as the hard question in science, where it's like you can describe the universe and we understand this stuff, but there's not even a good definition of what it is to be conscious. And there's a lot of debate about this right now with the advent of AI, right? To be like, well, how are we even going to know? If, if a computer is sentient or conscious. So if we don't even know what consciousness is, how it works, can't even describe it, then how can we ever understand something like psychology? <laughs> like, to be like, okay, we don't even understand what it is to be a, a, a conscious mind, can't even define it. How can you then unpack it and be like, well, these are all the things here. You know what I mean? It's like the underlying fundamentals aren't present. Uh, like when we're talking about neuroscience and to be like, we don't actually know what this stuff is. So it's all guessery. And then like, that's why I'm like, the religion thing is interesting to me in the sense of like, is it just the, it's our modern best guess at it, but we still don't have the underlying fundamentals. Whereas with chemistry and physics, we do, we understand some of the basic laws of nature, but we don't know how the brain works, how it gives us a sense of consciousness. So, you know, I mean, I think I know what my verdict is. I, I, I don't know that much about this stuff, but it's interesting. It got I, just, more interesting I feel like I, I know less than when I started. <laughs> it's like, welcome to psychology. I've, like, I've like been listening pretty attentively, and I'm like, it's a tough one. I, I'm just like, because, you know. I've, check, I've, check back with your subconscious later. Well, my subconscious wants things that I'm too afraid to acknowledge, so I don't know if I want to check in with it. Like, maybe I yeah. want to uh, cover myself in ants and light myself on fire, and that's just what I want to do. But admitting that to the public, it's too shameful. When really all I, I want to do ever, is hang out with baboons did. and masturbate all day. That's my secret desire. I, want to... I don't <laughs> ever want to trip through Bo's subconscious. It would be the worst. You don't want to go through anybody's no, subconscious. No, you know what? You know what? My subconscious is probably be the least worst because no, I'm more be on the surface. I think mine would be the best. I yeah, think actually, I, I do agree with that. Crofton's like, oh, my subconscious would be great. I bet you go into that and be a horror show yeah, because he's so yeah. placid on the outside. That's so, right. like, norm, normy, as people say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because it's like the internet has showed us, like, how effed up people are because uh, uh, that veil of, like, we have to live in a society, people, is lifting. People are like, oh, the internet. No one knows what I am. Like, I'll just put a picture <laughs> oh, of me cutting off my finger or whatever. <laughs> uh, All right, you yeah. ready for verdicts then? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right, let's bring in the farm animals. Speaking of uh, repressed desires. <laughs> Order, I say. Order in the court. Order in the court. All right, uh, Mike, you're up first, dude. Okay, uh, I'm just going to go with my gut and say psychology is bullshit. Uh... There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a cow. What's the psychology of a cow? Is it super ego causing it to look stare blankly at cars as it munches on grass? I don't know. The, I, I just think there's like, like a lot of social sciences, I think it's like, I think it's well-meaning and I think it's I think it's worthy um, study, but I think that there's fundamentals that are lacking, and that's I think with anything that you want to understand the truth of, if if the fundamentals aren't there, you're not going to get at it. You're going to be doing guesswork, and that's fine. I like the idea of guesswork. I, I could get totally behind that. Like I've written science fiction before. You know, it's fun. You can just make crap up, and it's interesting. It can be totally interesting. 
uh, and might lead might lead you to the ideas of greater truth. And I think that psychology is like a bit like that. People are making guesswork. They're working. They're going a little bit with like what works, and that's great. But that's like ultimately band aidy type solution. It's like it's like I always am like we can find the root issue of something. And I don't know that I don't know enough about this. You know, so this is kind of an ignorant opinion, but whatever. Uh, it's just like, I don't think there's enough there for anything to be definitive. And I think that that's clear with the fact that it's not like we cure these things really. I think people who study for, who suffer from mental health things often suffer from them their entire lives and are just given, uh, ways to cope, whether it be drugs, whether it be therapy, but that they all, it's not like you're often cured. Like if you have, you, you just might get to a point where you can live again and you still the thing's still there, right? So, is it yeah, anyway? So yeah, that's my kind of bullshitty answer because I think it is kind of bullshitty stuff. It's like, good for them, great, but I don't think it's getting at the truth. Probably. Hmm. All right. That's okay, me. I'll go next, and Crawford can have the last word. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, psychology, this the study of the human mind, is good. Um, I say that with the caveat that uh, I'm hoping a more harder science like neuroscience eventually figures things out much more definitively than than psychology. But psychology is the best guess we have now. And when the subject of organized religion and the spirituality came up, I was like, oh, damn, let's go with psychology. <laughs> uh, you know, we have a mind. It is fairly unique amongst all the other animals in that we know of and that we're able to we have language and we express ourselves and organize ourselves in sophisticated ways and we cope with the world around us and sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's just puzzling and so we should have people study this even if they're wrong as shit um and it's more poetic than it is based on science in some cases we have to study the mind the mind is our most powerful asset and it's what makes us strong as a species. Vote for me on election day. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's my verdict. Psychology is good. Study the, your pants off uh, if you are a psychologist. I salute you, psychologists and psychiatrists. <laughs> that's my verdict. Ralphin, to you. Um, so, okay. I agree with a lot of what Mike says and um I think I I think we're all sort of on the same page it's just sort of the lens that 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 we share the only point uh the lens that we view things are are different is different a little bit the only point I I think I differentiate is I I definitely do not believe that that some science at one point is going to come be it neuroscience or whatever is going to replace um you know the study uh, of human behavior in the in the mind like i don't think at one point we're going to be able to just 3d print a person um once we understand like all the all the inner workings i i do believe i'm not i i don't follow religion i'm not necessarily a super spiritual person but i at least believe that the concept of the soul or some some semblance of something exists exists in everyone so because of that and because of all the unknowns that mike says studying psychology could seem like a fool's errand like in many ways however the talk of the organized religion actually just made me think of the sort of things that fills the void when you don't study this sort of stuff 
because um, if, if if there were no efforts, if it was like you know we can't understand consciousness, we can't we don't we can't figure out this this stuff. Let's not even think about it. Let's not study mental health issues. Let's not study how the brain works, how we think it may work, how we think human behavior is. Let's like let's let's forget about this and we'll let everybody sort of figure their shit out. I just I don't see that as being a positive thing. I I would see it as 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 stuff like organized religion and other things filling that void. Um, and uh, for me, I recognize the process is super flawed and is really tempting to say bullshit. But I think that 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 I'm going to agree with Bo on this and say that the the study of psychology is good. Good zone. Well, good. Actually, good points. Good I, I, I like. What, what I the, see why you won five awards on our two hundredth episode. Very eloquent, Crofton. Uh, no, I, I, I did, I did like that. I don't. I, I still like felt like Bo's. I like Bo's verdict too. was was a little bit like go neuroscience is what he was really saying. <laughs> <laughs> like study more neuroscience. Uh, we and differ on those points, but more. Uh, you know, study on psychology. If you listener, it's true, we, eh? Holy shit! Yeah, we didn't know too much. <laughs> we totally. Hey, you at least had some semblance of where you were going. When you're like, I felt ignorant about this. I was like, then that makes me a re- uh, ridiculously <laughs> dumb person. Oh god, uh, that was you know, close, Crofton. Yeah, it's like sometimes you're reaching because you've just heard little tidbits of things from the, your entire life that you yeah. pulled together, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know about this. Uh, but yes, if anyone listening is a psychologist or a psychiatrist who would like to prescribe us all Xantax or something, uh, or tell us what our mental health problems are, we'd like to hear what they are. So please send us an email, get in touch with us. Go to our website, goodbadbull.com, and there you can find uh, all our episodes. You can subscribe, and you can find all the ways to reach us. Send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, you can get us on the Twitter, at goodbadbull, or you can like us on facebook we would um you know you can engage with us there and if you haven't subscribed to the show please do so google play itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can probably find us uh we also have a patreon account for anyone interested in supporting the show patreon.com slash good bad bull i believe and a little update we have a couple new patrons uh based on a challenge it's gonna involve me talking to a wall for 20 minutes it's gonna happen before the end of the month uh, thank you all for donating whatever you did. We do appreciate it, and the wall talk will 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 be coming. Yeah, yeah. The and, technical and, details. And on it. our page, we do a little. You know, we do commit to shouting them out in the show. We kind of did last episode, but I just want to get them in order, if that's all right. We got Jim, who pledged to us. We have Father Dante. We have uh, a podcast donated to us called Change My Mind Podcast. So huh, I, I don't know who the individual is. But thank you, Change My Mind check Podcast, it for the sweet support of our podcast. Uh, we got Sean, who uh, we know is 8-Bit Adventures in our chat room. Mm-hmm. And another gentleman named Sean. But th- there's a Sean, there's a scene, and a Sean. Oh, the scene Sean. Yeah, scene Sean and Sean Sean. I wonder I'm how okay. people who named Sean feel about the spelling of their name and if they both wish they had the other one. Who knows? Anyways, thank I you, would- patrons. Thank I'm you. wondering if, like, for Mike's video thing, it's like we should do we like we should draw a random topic that no. he has to talk. Why not? Well, it was remember it was related to the vaccine episode. Yeah, I thought it was I a random to topic. We didn't specify. Did, did did Jim, who suggested it on Twitter, specify your topic? 
No, he just said he'd rather see me talking to. He'd rather see me ignoring if anti-vaxer and talking to a wall. So, the thing is, you know, a conversation meanders, and I'm sure I'll start with trying to talk to the wall about vaccines and the importance of vaccine vaccinating its half-wall offspring. Uh, but it'll move on from there. Just be sure you don't prep. I feel like we, I don't want you don't, working off a script. Oh, I don't prep for nothing. <laughs> that's, what, that's what got me here this far in life. <laughs> unemployed at the moment are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at patreon.com slash good bad bull